Hello, Stackers. Thanks for joining us. We are going to be talking about our reflections on the first season. Uh, so far, the game has been progressing. We, we had our finale on the 18th of May. And so now I just want to take some time to informally talk about what Meredith and Michael and Thane are thinking, uh, things they think about the game, things they think about themselves as players, you know, basically whatever. Michael, uh, I know you have some thoughts about the way the game has been going. Why don't you tell us about that? What I like most about this game that, and I've only listened to a couple of podcasts and I've only played about a few different campaigns, but we are definitely exploring more of the human condition and the actual everyday stuff. Like we actually talk about going to the bathroom. Well, maybe I do. You do. But or, And we actually talk about sleeping. Like in, other, in other, the other games that I've played, it's just like, do I get a long rest? Okay, cool. We never talk about the aspect mm-hmm. of like, I'm exhausted. I need to get some rest. What happened at night? Mm-hmm. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm hungry. I have to eat. What I'm saying is like, it, it really is more of like a, it, it's like the show 24. Yeah. It's supposed to happen, you know, within 24 hours, but you don't, you never see them sleep and you never see them go to the bathroom, which right. you know they've had to do. Yeah. Right. And each episode is an hour. Yeah. And so you're like, so it's it just, it, it for me, it, it it's disconjoint. That's why I like about this one is like, we're more real in this, in this, yeah. in this game. We tend to add in more realistic elements. Yeah. Another thing too, is I wonder how, if when people listen to our, our games, are they saying... Wow, it's lame. Like it's it's it like because most people are like, well, they want the action because number one, that's where you get experience points. That's where you get like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But or are they wondering, wow, should I should we incorporate some of those in our games? I'd be interested in hearing what they think about those those more um, human condition type parts yeah, versus the just quieter the, episodes. Like like in the other games that we've never talked about what it's like to kill somebody. Like we we just assume that we're all used to killing people and it's not, but. You're battle hardened already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in the reality, yeah. even even the people who were battle hardened had to get there, mm-hmm. and so they had to have these moments where they first killed somebody and what that actually feels like versus where they are today. Well, a couple things that I have really enjoyed incorporating into this game. Number one is the level up episodes where it becomes a part of the game. It's not just oh, suddenly I have these abilities out okay. of nowhere. Suddenly I can take a lot more damage. Yeah, uh, I was talking with this kid, Ethan, at the uh, con yeah. on the 18th, and he was ta- telling me just how much he really liked the way we set up the story, the way he, the magic system worked, and just the realism in the story because like, we're mortal beings, and uh, we have we have our needs that we need to take care of. So it, yeah. it only makes sense that we incorporate that into the story because we, we need that kind of difficulty, I guess. Another aspect of the game that I've enjoyed is the cutscene flashback. Yes! Because I'd never done that before, but I've always thought, you know, that'd be kind of neat to not only spice it up a little bit, but it adds a depth that isn't there. You're able to see things going on in other places that you're not necessarily there. And I just thought it it would make for a more cinematic feel, more of a, more of a, make it feel like a movie almost. So yeah, that's been fun for me to work in. I really think our story should be an animated television series or or show or something like that. It'd be a lot of fun, yeah. yeah with all of these points and all these pieces. We that. should we should like see if we could, you know, reach out to hey, stackers, if any of you are good at animating, please do that. If not, we'll try and get somebody else to do it. <laughs> all right. What about your thoughts? I mean, how's the game going? What parts have you have really stood out in your mind? What have what have you not liked about it? Your development as players, that mm. kind of stuff. Um, I honestly, for me, Peter has a 16 charisma. 
which means that he did i just try to cut my mom off <laughs> yep i did sort of <laughs> see exactly she says, um, um you're like what i like so, most about what I my like about stuff it. and who i am <laughs> I was going to talk about what I didn't like about Peter. Yeah, your stuff is dumb. Yeah. Let's talk about me. That's not interesting. Listen to mine. (laughs) My voice sounds better. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead, Thane. Well, so Peter has a 16 charisma, which means he's got an above average amiability-ness to him. And so he, he should be able to interact rather smoothly. Like he's got the greatest charisma out of all three of us. And yet usually it's, you know, Michael over here who is taking care of the interpersonal relationships because like I personally don't know how to do that. Well, it comes comes with practice. Meredith, did you have something? Oh. So what I like most is <laughs> Um, well, obviously me as the, the newbie to Dungeons and Dragons in general, uh, not just this game, but the, the whole game, I hope that people are enjoying the growing pains of my character or of my, or of my, um, ability to play this game. Cause I'll be honest, um, I don't know, a month or two ago, I tried to go back and start the series from the beginning and I couldn't stand it. I thought, Oh my goodness. This is so, I felt like I was so slow. I sound so incredibly awkward. Yes, I do. Rhett's shaking his head at me, but that's because he loves me. Um, That's not true. (laughs) It is. Um, But I have personally really enjoyed, I was very nervous and skeptical about being in this game. You know, Rhett kind of had to talk me into it and I sort of had to, Agreed to do it, not not exclusively, but largely on the basis that we just needed more players. We were having trouble finding people who were available to to be in this podcast game. And so Rhett was like, we really need more adults. And I said, okay, you know, all right, I'll do it. But based on my limited previous experiences, I was very nervous about it. And I have to say, I'm actually really super enjoying this. So Good. Compared to other parties, and I don't, I don't want to offend anybody if any of those other parties that I ha- am currently and have played with in the past, I think we work well together, like this team, because I've been on a couple of teams where there's like tension between actually the players, and they, they sort of fight, and you're, so you're sitting there waiting for them to finish their cat fight before you, so you guys can continue on with the game. We don't have those, and I think, I think this, this is the most enjoyable game I have ever played. First of all, I love my character. I love Womberbash. Yeah. I love how he is developed and where he's going or where I see him going. Mm-hmm. But I also like the the party. I think I think we're a good fit. We're a good mix. Mm-hmm. We complement each other, and so I think we have all of the all of the planets aligned. I think we've got everything so far. Hopefully, nothing messes it up. Right. But I I, I think it works well. I you think saying that just did it. Yeah, <laughs> you jinxed it. No, I think that. Honestly, I think part of it is because we're a small party. I know I'm thinking thinking of other other games that Red has run in the past, and maybe other ones that you're in or whatever. If it's a, the bigger the group you get, the more you have people who are who might end up being at cross purposes, and everyone can't be on the same page when you've got half a dozen or more people in there. They all have ideas and for, motivations, and yeah. yeah. And so it, it, a lot of it's you, know, you kind of get stuck in the weeds there as far as you know what what the what the group as a whole wants to do. Well, there's only three of us, so it makes it simpler. Yeah, running a game last year uh, with eight 
high school. Oh boy, oh my high schoolers, uh, <laughs> who are all wanting to get the energy out from having to sit in classes for you know three or so hours up to that point, and then also just all of them having their own ideas on what they wanted to do. I'm actually surprised that we made it to sixth level by the end of the school year. Wow. Somehow. Somehow. I'm having a difficult time because I am playing another game and I'm comparing it to this game and I don't like my character right now Mm -hmm. currently. And (laughs) yeah, so it's just, I I keep comparing it to this game and this campaign and, and uh, it's a problem for me. (laughs) Well, I think part of the problem is you chose to play another mystic and take a different path. Yeah, Yeah. So, it's so close, but not close. And yeah. you also chose a high elf, which he's already kind of standoffish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And aloof. So, yeah, you. I think you've hurt yourself. <laughs> you know, if you just want to have like a half walk rest. Into, walk- I did it because I wanted half rest. <laughs> or, or, you know, I mean, uh, you know, a four-hour rest. <laughs> uh, walk into a transformation chamber yeah, and yeah, suddenly yeah. come out. I'm gonna change new race in class. Yeah. <laughs> so, how about favorite moments? Spare the dying. Uh, I'm small, but I'm mighty. Uh, my favorite is when, um, honestly, it's the point where it's the point where I was upset at being in that thing because in the um, apparatus. Yeah. yeah. So, because even though I have quirks, they don't really know what all of them are and they didn't know that I was claustrophobic, but the way we handled it and it was probably one of the slowest episodes yeah. But it, it was, I think it was awesome because uh, we, we talked through some things and we, we, we moved forward. And then later on in the game, a couple episodes later, I had to forgive Tira because I realized that she was just, I, I, had, I had to do my own, even though I was wronged. And I think I was because yeah. I was forced to do something that is like, I was totally sad. But at the same time, I later realized, and so there was a growth moment for Womberbash. Yeah. And, and for the and for the team, I think that you're right about that. That was very important to show that we weren't always going to be in complete harmony. Yeah, yeah. That sometimes one of us will do something in the moment, and it makes the others mad. I still it, stand by when you hit Peter on the head, though, in the ravine. <laughs> with the thing. I still stand by that. I one. do not that. But um, if these are going to seem like real relationships, they're you know, we're not always going to be getting along super well. Right. So that was that was an important time then. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of um, conflict, I guess, with within our own group, and not just—it's not always us against the world. Sometimes we mm-hmm. don't get along with each other either. I did think that the episode after the that the bandit attack on Arden, where we talked about that we had never killed anyone before—that was moment really for me. important. Yeah, standout moment. Very, yeah, big, big, a big gelling moment for the group because t- to that point, all we had done was going off looking for Wombabesh's spoon. At that point, we didn't know we were going to be stuck with each other. Yep. We were just like, I was more just trying to figure out the mystery of who had attacked you and how they might threaten my hometown. I didn't really necessarily care about finding your spoon. And then we you know, went off to the bandits, and then we met the stag, and all that stuff happened. And we'd been given our mission, but then we got back and we went through that together and had the the talk about it. And that was a really a a moment of gelling. That was the first time I saw Peter not as a skinny kid, Mm -hmm. even as Womberbash, because there was that one point, and I think it was really more so in the very first version that we first uh, uh, taped. But, But that said, it was the point where he stood up and he was in his new armor that he had just gotten from... Comfrey. Yeah. And and he 
said something that was heroic and profound. He jumped down. He took some people out. And that's when you look at him like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a transformation from this acne, wasn't skinny even sure kid what, mixing wasn't even mixing sure potions. What to do with the herbs. <laughs> It was so awesome. Like so, in the first, in the very first time we taped the uh, the uh, the battle scene at, at Arden, uh, you had a couple of guys who climbed up and were just basically running through the crowds of the civilians, you know, hurting people, killing people, and whatnot. And I was like, I was like, what was it? What did I say? What was I say? Um, You're like, no, <laughs> you're not gonna do Stop this. It. I said, I said, you'll pay for that brigand, and I just like went over and no, actually, I didn't like that part, but the rest of it I did. No, yeah. I'm just but I just like I, was... I smashed his head, and it was awesome. Um, other important moments besides that, I like when I got my my stone. Yeah, yeah that was neat. Yeah, that was that fun. Was very cool. Really, just anytime you discover your new abilities, that's always a profound moment. What in I story. don't like is that. Uh, Meredith hasn't used her stone yet. It sure doesn't she do has. anything. Sure she has. Every time her mother comes out. So that's part of it. Okay. okay. I guess that's kind of what gives me that power. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's not because I am not, I don't have any inherent magic in me. Like, as far as like, a, you know, a barbarian is not a magical class. And dwarf, I don't know that dwarves are inherently magical either. I guess it would depend on your class. Um, so... My stone doesn't have the same effects that, that yours and Thane's do. Because and Thump you, refused to get his stone, right? Yeah, that's I right. tried he to thump, give him one, and he's like, He tried to take nah. it, and he wouldn't take it. So there's a mystery there. We need to kind of figure out well, why he's not to mention Homeboy to spoke. He was like, yeah, yes. We saw, yeah, he's like, hungry. Hung- oh, no, hungry. hungry. And I'm like, what? Yeah, so there's a, there's a mystery to look forward to in season two. And there was something else, a, a minor detail. His that skills I, were glowing, right? There was like light coming from underneath oh, his yeah, scales. yeah, yeah. <gasps> When was that? When was that? If that he's was still in the alive, hall of, hall of memories. Yeah, right. If okay. we're still, if he's still alive, he hasn't had his head lopped off and tossed in the water. Ooh, uh, what I what I do want to say is, uh, I've, I've been thinking about this for a bit, but like uh, Peter's star stone is starting to turn a bit more turquoise mm. instead of just straight up green. And why is that? All right, keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister Baggins. <laughs> more in season two. Um, what else? What else? I'll tell you, um, I made a point of this in the early episodes when you all were passing your stones around. And I, at the time, I said, you hear Womberbash's music yeah, in the I stone. And I thought, that. now that I'm thinking back, I'm thinking, eh, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, no, so, I've forgotten about it for the most part anyway. Yeah, it, it. <laughs> hopefully it was just a minor thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think... That was me not being fully aware of where I wanted things to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could be though that if we've had the stones, long that's true. Enough, Imprint. It, it, yeah, it's imprinted with yeah, us. Yeah, that's what it was. It may take time to go away. Thanks, Michael. Obviously, he's got his <laughs> newer one, so he doesn't hasn't had his as long as our as we've had ours. Um, I need to find Rebeck, beat him to a bloody pulp, take well, we my stone back. We have found Rebeck. Kabir. Kabir. No, but the thing is, is that. Yeah, know, well, I guess that's your theory. It's <laughs> it is my theory. Remember, when we were going after him, he was like snotty, sobbing, and everything else. He was being cool. He was being made to do what he was doing. So, I mean, I don't really blame the guy. He might have outlived his usefulness. You know, they kind of like beat him up, thought he was dead, tossed him out, and then he like found his way over here, maybe. I don't know. Hey, I think he was definitely beaten or somehow. Um, maimed by those people to have the grevely voice. So you think that is him? Yep. Without a doubt. 
<laughs> the DM. And he's thing. jealous. He's jealous of Thump. He's like, who's this other fourth yeah, person? Hey, I'm supposed to be the fourth, I'm the person. fourth person. I'm killing this Geico lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, before we get into too much speculation about season two, um, maybe we can do another episode about that. Uh, we should, that should be a separate episode, like uh, later in the season, close to, closer to the time that, that the next season is going to start. We, I, we should have a, what do you think season two is going to bring episodes? So we'll save I those. didn't like how season one ended. I mean, I it's a cliffhanger, so it yeah. accomplished its purpose, but I was not prepared to stop at that point. Yeah. Because <laughs> the momentum was there, and I'm like, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, of course, it was mainly because of the hour constraint that we had in yeah. the library, but also just nobody really likes a cliffhanger, but we all Everyone do. Everyone loves cliffhangers. All, I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, about? we do, but we don't. That's why binge watching exists. Anyway, so. Yeah. Obviously, I like the my epic defeat of Kalawakos on top of the tower. All I could think of was Boar Man. <laughs> that obviously was a, it was a big moment, and not just for Tira. I mean, that was like, one of the very first big things. Oh, a big story yeah, point? Yeah, big story, a big bullet point on the timeline here of, of what we're trying to but do. But you've had a couple of really good fights. There was the one where you were just chopping everybody in half. Well, that's like all of our fights. What? Basically, <laughs> basically, I, it either goes in our fight that I am literally cutting everyone in half or, or, you I, am, or I can't roll <laughs> squat and I'm almost dead. <laughs> There's almost no middle ground there. I mean, barbarians, their fighting style, just like their personalities, are polar opposite. Yeah. Um, as far as game progress, I've been somewhat happy with how I approached it. Basically, going into the game, my design was have a few key moments that serve as a reunion point, but then between points it's wide open. You can, you can choose to go back home. You can choose to build a house right where you are, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, it's yours to do. Uh, and so from the outset, I wanted to try and back off of the game on rails that I'm more comfortable with because it's my story then, but that, yeah. that defeats the purpose of having us all be the storytellers. Of let's tell a story. Yeah. Wasn't there, there was a there was an episode. It was a little while ago. It wasn't right at the very beginning, but it was a little while ago, where you had something planned and we did something totally different. And you basically had to wing the entire episode. What yeah, was that? that was the one where you're chasing Kaliwakos to get the stone back. Okay, so where when Rebecca took it, you weren't expecting us to jump off the ship and, and give. Yeah, chase. when Bash said I jump off the ship, I was like, okay, well there goes. <laughs> I just push my computer aside here. Yeah, I'm not gonna need that today. <laughs> That was a good episode. Uh, yes, though. and it turned out really cool. And that's the thing. It's great when you all push me like that because it really does lead to fun mm-hmm. and memorable moments. I mean, we lost big time, but we we got look, they took off and they had every advantage to be so far ahead that we could not even but we actually caught all the way up to them. Yep. And had a had a, a pretty pretty significant fight. And although we lost it was, uh, it, I liked that episode a lot. Yeah. Because there were some good um, developments in there as far as seeing Rebek with them and seeing him b- being carried off yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, <gasps> Rebek, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Otherwise, we would have just speculated, like, did yeah. he really take it? No, he's our friend. Like, we yeah. or did you, did you, are you sure you just didn't drop it? You know what I mean? We yeah. wouldn't know that. But no, homeboy took it. Yeah. And he's in the service and or coerced, uh, yeah. uh, forced employment of. He's been imperious. The witch doctor, yeah. <laughs> the witch doctor. 
episodes like that should be a great encouragement to our listeners who are DMs themselves or who are in a game. Don't be afraid of that. You know, if you are DM DMing a game, don't be afraid of your characters, uh, your players taking the story in a totally different direction because some of those are some of our most memorable um, episodes and some really important developments actually ended up happening. You're able, because you are usually so well-prepared, honey, and because you made this world too, it, it, it makes it easier for you to then, oh, well, I can, I'm going to inject a really important story point in here then, even though I hadn't planned on doing it tonight, it fits here. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's good been good. Uh, and that was another benefit to the approach that we took to this game world, and that was in the development process, mm -hmm. Thane and I and my daughter played some games in the world, and that helped to flesh out some of the areas to give it a, a to set it in my mind early, and then from there, yeah, it makes it easier to improvise. add things, improvise exactly. Other thoughts, other things you want to share? I don't feel like sharing anything else. No. <laughs> I'm excited to see where season two is going to go. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping for September at this point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I want to know what's going on. Thump. Yeah, we need yeah. to see if we can rescue Thump. What's going to happen there? Um, how this is going to affect our quest? Because it seems like I have felt personally, maybe just because I wasn't paying very good attention in the beginning, <laughs> but it seems like our the path of our quest has kind of taken some little diagonal jogs a little bit. I, ha I had an idea in my mind of what our mission was when we started. And now it seems like it's kind of gone, er, now it's this a little bit more. Yeah, because there have been times where we sit there like, okay, now now what? Yeah. Now where do we go again? And then it takes Thane, which he should be definitely getting ex exper uh, uh, ex experience, no, intermission points. Inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because he, he's like, no, remember blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a bit too involved in the creation process. Well, so. I think it's good though. No, it's definitely To have good. somebody in the group who, who has at least some knowledge of the background stuff, because I forget a lot of that. And I think his character is the one out of our three who would Where, be who that would. person. Yeah. yeah. Who would. It actually all fits really well. <laughs> <laughs> it actually all fits really well. Um, to have it that way. So don't worry about that thing. Um, what about equipment? What about our, our, our recording area? What would you change? <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> uh, it is summertime, and that means motorcycles. That means loud cars, and they are all driving on the road behind our house right now, <laughs> right next to our window, right next to our, our table where we're recording. So, uh, yeah, I've been holding off from trying to create a Patreon account but I think we need a buy stack of dice, a new house Patreon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we can not have to worry about this nonsense anymore. I'll tell you, I don't know how many times per recording I have to hold up my hand because I hear something coming and everyone just has to freeze. And what that does is it extends my recording time, uh, my editing time. Mm -hmm. of the when I'm laying down some fresh beats yeah, right? and I'm flowing it cuts my flow off, so I can't get all my rhymes in where I need them. <laughs> no, but um, for, for as far as equipment, I, I've been pretty happy with the microphones. 
I think I think mm-hmm. they work well. Yeah. Um, my only my only thing right now I think is we need longer cords because we're uh, you guys can't see this. Here he goes the I, longer I cords know. again. He's harping on. And with if you the if you were cords. at the the Comic Con, you might have seen the way the cables were. And I think we had a bit of a challenge to sort of figure out how to lay it out. But if we had longer cables, it would free up the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith has hit the the the, the cord uh, seventeen times. <laughs> Since we've started this recording alone, so if we could have it a little bit more free, that would be dope. So I'm thinking the next the next thing we should get is maybe some longer cables. That way we can clip them to the table. It opens up the field of play and rolling. Uh, Thane's also rolled it into a couple things because the the cords have been down there. So that's that's one thing. I think the mixer's working. The mixer's working all right. Something that I, if you as a listener are good with sound equipment, I'm not happy with how my voice gets captured my microphone captures my voice at a very low decibel level compared to everyone else. Hmm. And what that means is when it's time to actually edit the tracks, I drop them in to an equalizer that basically puts them all at the same level, but it's taking mine and it's really blowing it up. And what that does is it, it, I really pull in voices mm-hmm. from the other three. So the bulk of my time in editing is spent in cleaning up my track alone. If I could find a way to improve how my voice is captured and my settings on the mixer board are basically the same as everyone else's. So I don't know if it's my port or my microphone, whatever. And it can't be the microphone because we don't keep track. They're all they're at, they're at anyone's mic. That's station right. At we any don't keep them. We don't That's keep right. them uh, color coded. So I don't know if it's just my voice is more in my chest and not in my throat or whatever. That could definitely be part of it because your voice is way more in your chest than in your throat. Let me ask you this. Um, do you know, like, how long does it take for you to cut one of our episodes on average? For an average one-hour episode, I'm looking at about eight hours. Do you know what it's like for everyone else who also does the same thing? I don't. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, like, if they've got software that has some AI built into it or something that helps them with some stuff. I mean, who knows? If we had a way of dropping out, so on my track, if we could compare all four tracks... Mm-hmm. And basically where my voice comes in the strongest, go ahead and bump that up. But everything else, if, if what it hears on my track is louder in Meredith's track, then just leave it alone. Mm. Uh, where it's only blowing up my speech, that would speed up my processing mm. by about four hours. Wow. I seriously spend maybe two hours on my track on a one-hour thing. And that doesn't really have anything. I mean, do you think it has to do with are there are there recording areas better than what we're recording? Oh, absolutely, in, do you think, maybe? absolutely. That- uh, so if we had foam tile, if the, first of all, if this were a closed-in room instead of our kitchen, that our kitchen slash dining room with tile and wood surfaces, uh, if we had a room that was carpeted with foam on the walls, and I'm not sure that may be enough to do it. And chocolate bowl, uh, cho- bowls of chocolate. Yes. Maybe yes, things would be yeah. better uh-huh. too. Yeah. Well, that would make. <laughs> Hey, do, do other people, when they record, do they eat and drink? Have you, have you noticed? Some do, yeah. And it's distracting. Because our, our DM will not allow us to <laughs> eat and or drink, not even with chocolate. Not during the recording. And, and I, I like chocolate and tea, hot tea, and I, I'm not allowed, so I was just asking if... Yeah, if I just uh, like to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this has been our, again, somewhat rambling, but I think fun introspective after our first season 51 episodes delivered almost weekly we had one week where we dropped because of just bizarreness but we filled it with a story that fit in with the world and so 
52 basic episodes on a weekly basis. A lot has happened in this year. We have all grown in different ways. Mm -hmm. I know going into the new season, I want to do a better job with NPCs. I want to do a better job with more memorable NPCs, better personalities, better voices, more interaction instead of me just summarizing what someone said, actually speaking like the character, uh, that kind of thing. Because again, that's really where the fun comes in. It's, I'm going to sound like an idiot, but. Well, so do we. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and throw this voice, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really where you get the fun. So what do you think, stackers? Have we hit some of your favorite points? Let us know what you think and share your thoughts with us on Twitter, on Instagram. And we also have an email address, stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We are always happy to hear from you. And if you are enjoying the show in any way, please do leave us a review. That'll help us to reach more people. And we will see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. But yeah, because if, if this... If this... And so until you hear from us again next time, we'll be right here at our table. <laughs> you don't like that. No, I don't. <laughs> that, that. We'll be sitting here until the next time you hear from us. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time? Okay.